0: What's up, manga fans? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid, back at it again for the Weird Science manga and anime podcast, flying solo yet again for another episode of Luke's Like That Manga, read this manga. Me and the Like That Legion skating on out here. Get your skates on, everybody. We are hitting the rink today. We are hopping on to Zabonis, <laughs> and we're going to have some fun, bad big. You know, there's not a lot of ice skating. Manga out there. I'm not going to toot my own horn or nothing, but when we when we did Medalist, hot off the presses, Medalist, the figure skating manga uh, on this week's Manga Monday, I was like, oh, it's going to be tricky to find another ice skating manga out there, but lo and behold... All you have to do is slide into Shoujo Town, and there's an ice cane manga right there. Oh my goodness, so we're all sorted. This is the Like That Manga, Read This Manga. You know what we do here? We've been around the block. We've been a- around the rink a couple of times, everybody. So what we do here is we go back, and we take a look at... Whatever me and Jim was talking about on the Weird Science Manga Monday episode. It wasn't a Patreon early access. Usually, this is the time where we pimp out the Patreon early access. The full Manga Monday experience. 14 extra episodes on the Weird Science Manga Monday. Patreon. Oh my goodness, and a bunch of other early access stuff too. Deal of the century. Wow. So usually we pimp it out there, but because it was hot off the presses, you know how we do it on hot off the presses? We put that on the general feed, lickety split, so everybody can enjoy it. And that's the thing as well, like, everybody should be enjoying Medlist, because Medlist is hot off the presses. This crispy little signing book that just came out last month, and nobody's talking about it. What's going on? I mean, you go online and you just see no buzz, no buzz for a Medlist. And I just can't believe that because we thought Metalist was a great little read. I was very impressed. I, we, we went high and we went 10 out of 10 city. I, I went 10 out of 10 city. I think, I think Jim went 10 out of 10 city as well. I can't remember, but we, we really like, he was tearing up. I mean, Jim tears up a lot. He teared up in uh, Two Year Eternity. He teared up. You uh, can't get through one chapter of Promise Neverland without tearing up, but that's how much of an emotional impact. This had on him, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. Uh, And, I mean, how could it not? You had the compelling characters. You had the gorgeous art. You had the the great humor. Very surprisingly funny. uh, And and solid little drama. and, And mature themes as well, because it was sane. And so, oh, it was sensational. I'm telling you, it's my sleeper sleeper hit of the year so far. Oh, my goodness. So, I'm not saying it's going to be a tough act to follow up here. But they better get their skates on if they want to impress me, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. But yes, we are going to slide into something. uh, Still with the ice theme, the skating theme, but something a little bit different from Seinen and from the the underdog story that we had in Medalist. uh, And we did like that. But we are going to go with something in Shoujo Town. Sliding into Shoujo Town here, a town we don't usually slide into much. Uh, and there's a lot of big shoujo books, so it's good to get going into shoujo town every so often. So we're going to see uh, what it can deliver here. And we're going to go into another ice skating, figure skating manga here with the shojo title Night on the Ice. So yes, here we go. Strike a pose, everybody. Because here we go with Night on the Ice by Yeyoi Ogawa, published by Kodansha, manga in the West. First chapter is available on the Kodansha website for everybody to read. And it's a, it's a quick chapter as well. I think it, what, it clocks out at 35 pages as well. So, ooh, <laughs> happy days for me. It's a nice quick one. Uh, so we're going to slide into it right now. We have starting off with a crispy cover, and uh, we see pretty man skating man the night on the ice here. And I do like as well the ice is got skates on it, so the ice is skating on the ice in the logo. Oh my goodness, incredible stuff! And also, there's a load of sparkles on the cover. You know you're in for a treat straight away when they have the sparkles on the cover. Oh my goodness. And we move on, we get the striking a pose again, Mr. Knight on the Ice Man, and he says, Oh my knight, let your true strength be restored. We're going to find out what that all means by the end of the chapter. This knight on the ice business and his true strength on the skating ability. Oh my goodness. This is chapter one, spell one, the first casting. Once again, we're going to find out what that spell and that casting, a lot of like, Medieval, with knights and casting in magic medieval vibes, but also magical girl vibes, spells and such, and magic stuff. You know, it's all going to make sense. Don't worry. Because we get the color pages here. We see Mr. Knight on the Iceman skating again, uh, covered in stars. He's skating around stars. And then we see a girl blushing. Oh, who's she? And then in the next page... On oh, this next page is Mr. Knight on the Iceman. He is catching some Z's on her shoulder. Oh, he fell and he's he's sleeping, snoozing on her shoulder. And she's blushing. Oh my goodness, 10 out of 10 already. I mean, this is the content that we like to see, isn't it, everybody? By the big, oh, sparkles and stars, the whole enchiladas. Oh my goodness. And then we move on. We see this girl. This is Chitozi Igari. And she's running into work. Uh, she says hello to the security guard and, and good morning, sir, and shown the IDs. And my name is Chitoze Igari. She works in Kodan Publishing. <laughs> a little, a little on the notes there, everybody. Oh my goodness. And apparently she is peppy as ever, says the security guard, and he likes that about her. So she's got a pep in her step, uh, and she says that most people mistake her for an elementary schooler because she's a little short and she's petite. Uh, But she's, in fact, a fully-fledged adult, and she's been out of school for two years now. And she's working in health and lifestyle magazine, Sasso, for a small publishing company, Kodan Publishing. I hear they might actually also do some manga as well. Oh, my goodness. But she's saying hello to everybody in the office. She's saying good morning. And they kind of ignore her. They're all busy doing their own stuff. And then even when she gets to her office or her desk, she sees that... oh. A bunch of files are being pushed over to her desk, invading her space. So you get the idea that they don't really take her seriously. She's still a kid in their eyes, even though she's been on the beat for two years now at Sasso Magazine. Oh my goodness. So there's some drama there, and she's getting irritated by all that. And then we see she gets called in by the big boss, big editor-in-chief man, Sawada-san. And he's like, come here a second. Now, this Sawada-san, he seems like a real sleazy sleazeball. He's a real smooth operator, but he's, oh, he's slimy. And he comes at Chitose with a little proposition. Apparently, they want to get to know the content director. They're going to go out for drinks, and they want the girl to come, because he can't go out for drinks without a girl. Hey, it wouldn't be a night out without any ladies around. Oh, jeez. Now, apparently, this smooth editor-in-chief, man. He's turned it all around. Because originally the magazine was called Smart and Proper, but then it got a revamp whenever, whenever Sawada-san sauntered in, and he changed it into a younger demographic magazine in Sasso. So he's moving and shaking. He's got an idea going on. But he still seems like a bit of a ball here, because he's talking to Chitozi, and he's like, oh, all you got to do is put on some lipstick. And a little a little padding won't hurt either. That seems like a <laughs> that seems like a bit of uh, you know, call HR. This guy seems like a bit of a sleaze That's inappropriate. Uh he's talking about stuff like that and he's saying, you know, the last time they thought that he was getting a minor drunk, the last time they went out to drink. Because everybody thinks a porchitozi looks like a kid, and she's like, I'm not a fan of this guy's attitude. And she's irritated again. And then he says, oh, you're so tiny, wear some heels or something, would you? Jeez. So this guy's a bit of a slime ball. But then, oh, look at the time. It's nearly time for the news. They switch on the TVs. And then we ooh, we are in the sports section. And it's Densuke Tanahashi. He was an unstoppable force in men's figure skating. But now that he is retired, it's going to be a war of all against all to fill his space. And everybody says that the most suitable candidate for it is Kokoro Kinjami. And this gets a spit take out of Chitoze. She's drinking the barley tea. Oh, my goodness. Kokoro Kinjami. Oh, there, there's somebody that has a meaning to her. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's Kokoro-kun. Isn't he so handsome? I don't know the first thing about figure skating, but I'll watch it for him. So all the ladies in the office... They love this Kokoro-kun, this night on the ice here. And they say his real, like, his, his special technique, his secret strength here is the beauty his height leads to his quadruple jumps. He's real good at the quadruple jumps going on here. And he's going to be skating in the ISU Grand Prix Cup of China. The Skating Grand Prix. And it's coming tonight at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, it's happening. And this, uh uh-oh, this is a big shock to Chitose. Can't believe this. And then she stands up straight away. It's starting today. And she's all in a rush. She's grabbing all the gear and all the co-workers are like, What's going on, A Gary Chan? And then she writes in her little schedule, her meeting with Yayoi Agoda. So maybe is this just her, her sneaky way of getting out free? You know, because obviously she has to do something about this China Grand Prix going on. She legs it out the door, zooms out the door. I'm heading out for a bit and she's running. And then we see this is where it starts to get wonky. This manga jumps for 35 pages. This manga jumps all over the place. And we cut to this person in like a futon blanket on the laptop. And they're talking on the phone. What, you need an alibi again? Yeah, uh-huh. The ranch. Anyway, if you don't mind, I'm busy drafting. And this is Igari, Chatozi Igari, talking to this person in the blanket. Uh sorry about this, Yachan. I really appreciate it. And Yachan is a nickname for Yayoi. So is this Yayoi Ogata in the blanket? It's very odd. <laughs> I don't know, like, is that the alibi so they can get going with the skating? Because this goes very weird. Next up, we have a fancy, like, Ferrari car pulling up out of nowhere. And this girl with glasses on popping out the door. She's like, get in. And Chitose is shocked. And Chitose hops in. And this sunglasses lady, you were late, so I came to pick you up. You forgot again, didn't you? And Chitose is all flustered. I mean, well, maybe I I wouldn't say forgot. What? Says sunglasses lady. Sunglasses lady ain't taking no nonsense. And yes, ma'am, I forgot. Oh my goodness! But yes, we are going straight to the airport. I knew I was right to hold on to your passport. So, like, what the heck is going on here? This is this is a thrown into the deep end. This is like the the ice cold, cold open going on here. Oh jeez! Uh, and she keeps on going. And this is where Chitoze interrupts. She says, oh, i got to be back for tonight. I have this meeting with Sleazeball director man and the editor-in-chief. And this is where Sunglasses doesn't like the sound of that. Have you lost your mind? This is the first competition of the ISU Grand Prix. So this is something to do with Kokoro-kun and the ice skating. We got you a staff badge and everything. So this Sunglasses lady is related to the Kokoro ice skating team. So you're not leaving until after tomorrow's free skate. Varoom There goes the Ferrari. And then we're moving on. It seems we're in China. Wow. One panel and we're in China already. Oh my goodness. Uh, And we are at the, the Grand Prix, the skating here. Good evening and welcome to the ISU Grand Prix Cup of China. It's just about time for Kokoro Kinjami. And he's going to begin his short program. And we see in the crowd... The Kinjami fan squad here representing. They got the banners and they got the love hearts. Oh, they're loving it. And he is performing Beethoven's last night. So he's got the fancy orchestra music going on and he's doing his performance. And we see Chitose is watching. And then he goes and he does his opening quad, his quadruple jump. He's doing the spinnings everybody's loving it, a stunning landing, eek, oh my goodness, they're loving it, and he's looking like Dr. McDreamy on the ice here, oh my goodness, he's the knight on the ice, he's doing the triple axles, he's doing the triple lootses, the triple, a lot of triple, triple toe loops, all without any errors, flawless performance here, from Kinjami, from Kokoro-kun, and even as Chitose is watching, she's breathing a sigh of relief, Phew, and she's blushing a little. Oh, my goodness. And then afterwards, everybody's chatting. They have, like, the the news reporter interviewing. That was an amazing quad jump. How did it feel? Not bad, says Kokoro. Are you going to do it again tomorrow during the free skate? I'll just do it like I practice. So this guy is not a, not a big chatterbox, it seems. Could you give us a few words about your hopes for tomorrow? And Kokoro replies... I'll try to do like I did today. Oh my goodness. Stoic. What a stoic gentleman. He's so stoic. But that's part of the appeal. Of course, says the reporter lady. And then the cameraman or the mic man, he says, He seems pretty stuck up to me. Wouldn't kill him to be a little nicer. But then we see we are behind the scenes. We see Slap on the back. It appears to be glasses lady. And this is the whole goofy squad. This ice skating squad a big bunch of goofs I, it really throws me off because the man she must be like the PR manager well done you kept those sentences short and sweet. We don't want you to talk too much and slip into that accent of yours. So he's got maybe the country accent which wouldn't do for his stoic personality. Oh no. And then we see the weird, really weird coach. I do not know what going on. This old man, real old rickety dude and he can't even talk but he's gesturing towards and he says, "Excuse me, I'm trying to listen to coach Honda." And she's like, huh? What's going on? And then we see that it's like, it's like, Han Solo talking to the Chewbacca's here, but the ice skating Chewbacca's. I didn't spin enough on the leg alternating sit spin. I wasn't even a level four. I don't know if this old guy is muttering or he's just doing sign language or what, but we can't make out a word he's saying. Sunglasses girl says, I don't even know how we can hear that man. Oh my goodness. And then we see up at the top of the stairs, Chitoze has arrived and she's looking down and Kokoro looks up at her and he smiles with a blush as the coach can't even open the bottle of water. Who let this guy into the ice skating? Like, what, <laughs> what's Yoda doing here? Jeez. And then, oh, oh, he's smiling and, and Chitose is blushing. Ba dump, ba Oh my goodness. You see, every, this is what's happening. Every panel that they're on, I'm loving. But it's all this goofy stuff that's happening in between. I'm like, get, <laughs> Get out of here, Yoda, and get out of here, manager lady. I want more of these two lovebirds going on here, because we get the backstory here, and here's where it's really kicking off. We get Chitoze, so what am I doing at a figure skating competition in China? How did I get into this crazy situation, you ask? And we're going to go, we're going to rewind, be kind, rewind, and it all started a year and a half ago. At the skate center. Aseo skate center. Aseo skate center, this ought to be the place. That's what she's thinking. Can I really just walk in and see him? The lobby's pitch dark. And it doesn't look like there's anybody in the front desk either. So she's trying to sneak in. What's going on? Maybe there's a staff entrance. Or something. She's got the country accent. Even when she's thinking, oh my goodness. And then, oh, from behind, say, chan She turns around. It's Kapupe. Kokape, her little child nickname Kokape, and this is this is kokoro-kun here uh but they've got the they've got the childhood friend little nickname say chan and Kokape. there you go and she's like oh thank goodness i found you your mama told me you'd be here and she's got like some little little cakes to give him anyway here i work around here now so i thought and then oh oh, oh Kapape interrupts her. He grabs her by the mouth real hush hush and then pulls her behind the wall. What's going on, Kapape? What are you doing? Wait what? Huh? Well she's thinking Chitoze is thinking what's going on? He's he's got his hand on her on her belly. Oh my goodness, holding her tight and then she's like oh no, Kape. You're hurting me. And he says, oops, oopsie, doopsie! What is happening here? And then he turns around and he hits her with the wall slam. Whoa. She's blushing and he hits her with the wall slam. Sorry, Sei-chan. Are you okay? And Sei-chan, she's thinking, you're way too close. Oh, no. Blushing. But then when she sees him up close, she starts blushing. Oh, my goodness. He's still got that baby face, huh? Just like back when they were the kids. And she's like, "I'm okay, but uh, well." And she's just starstruck, looking at Doctor McDreamy's eyes here. Doctor McDreamy on the ice, night on the ice, man. And then look who comes in to ruin the fun yet again? But old Yoda Grandpa Coachman here. He goes, "He ya, yeah, so he can talk, and he starts whacking Kukapre here with the with the walking sticks. I don't know. He starts whacking them, hitting them on the ground. He ya yeah, he ya yeah. And then we see some other dude running up. Coach, don't go too hard on him. His back, you'll hurt his back. So what the heck is going on here? And then this nice dude, he says, you can't just disappear on us, Koro-kun. You're not a little kid anymore. And Koro-kun takes off his hoodie because he was in disguise. He had the hoodie on. And he's like, oh, I guess not. But my legs hurt and so do my skates. And there's no way I can pull off the quad jump. And then this nice skate man, he says, I can't comment on your skates, but that sprain of yours is all healed by now. Come on, you gotta push yourself a little. Don't you want to prove the newspaper's wrong? And then we see in the little bottom text, Dominic here doesn't mince words with the guys. So he's nice to the ladies, but not nice to the guys. This is Dominic here, which I think is his personal trainer, as we'll find out. We get the... PR manager, we get the personal trainer, we get the Yoda coach. There is like, this guy's a big deal. Kokope Kokoro kuni is a big deal in ice skating world here. And Shitoze, she's just kind of swept up in all this madness. She's saying, Oh, excuse me. And she's talking to Dominic, huh? You are? Oh, I'm Koko, I mean, Kinjami kun's friend from his hometown childhood friends and then it, it, she says that the older gentleman seems to have fallen over wow coach so what is going on with this coach <laughs> so he can't open the ball of waters he can't speak normally he hits his student with a walking stick and then he falls over into the bushes well, what is going on with this lad i just this dude is nuts but we move on anyway and here we are we're having lunch or we're having a snack And then we have Chitose asking, what is the deal with these weirdos? And Kokoro, he explains. So we have my coach, Takajiro Honda. He is Yoda, man. And my trainer, Takaguchi-san. So that's Dominic Takaguchi, I think. Uh, So all these crazy background characters going on here. And then they're discussing, they're talking about the papers. Oh, what the papers have been saying mean things about you lately? And apparently they call him an eternal dark horse. Maybe that's that stoic attitude of his that he has going on. Eternal, huh? That's probably going a bit far. Yeah, he replies. But I can't blame him. I just ain't cut out to be the number one. Makes me think how skating used to be so much more fun back in Iwaki, probably out in the sticks when it was just you and me and the others horsing around, horsing around on the rink. And then she slaps him on the back, and she's like, Don't be such a wet blanket, Kukopi. Did you forget how popular you are? You know, just today I had a friend asking for your autograph. And plus... And then Kakape interrupts, Oh, huh? What's going on? And then, oh, he notices in Chitoze's hand, Oh, it's that Lady Lala pen. You kept it all this time? Was this was this a childhood gift? And she still kept it with her all this time. Oh, the meaning. Oh, the symbolism. Oh, yeah. It brings back memories, doesn't it? This is magical princess Lady Lala. So this is some magical girl princess show that they enjoyed watching back when they were kids. Oh, yeah. I know something that might help you feel better. I'll cast a spell again for old time's sake. Rock soul, rock soul, poly poly, Miraculum. That is the Lady Lala magic spell that she casts. That is the first casting. And then we see his eyes are big. Oh, my knight, let your true strength be restored. Oh, my goodness. This has revitalized him. Wow. And there's sparkles going on in the background, too. Oh, my goodness. And then we see behind the scenes, we see the manager and the coaches talking. Kokoro, no, he's just too fragile. He said he can't do a quad jump. Reminds me of you, he he, karukun, so there's a lot of different ice skaters here, it seems. That's not the point, if he won't even practice, there's no way we can let him, and then they hear footsteps, thump, 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 what's going on, they look around, Kokoro comes running in, sliding in here, he hits the ice with the blade, there's the blade noises, and then whoa, he jumps, oh my goodness. He does the quadruple. He does the quadruple like he did before. Nobody said he could do it, but now that he has the magic spell, now that he has the casting, he can do it. Oh, but the Lady Lala, the Chitose magic spell, this has given him the power to do his good skating ability. Oh, my goodness. And everybody's shocked. Whoa, oh, my goodness, what's going on? That was a quadruple toe loop, and he landed it. Whoa. And is watching from the stands. Oh my goodness, she's looking down. And then Kokopi K- kokoro Kuni, he looks up at her, and she's blushing again. And she's thinking, that was the first time I had actually cast this spell. Oh my goodness, the first casting, and there it is. That is the end of the chapter. And really, an interesting first chapter, but very wacky. And that's what throws you off. This could this could be like a very strong I could go I could go as high as a nine. Cause really all the all the bits with Chitoze and Kokoro, they're really good. Like the the flashbacks, even the this it gets a bit steamy with the wall slam and the the holding her by the tummy and all this jazz the childhood friends. All that stuff is golden. Yes, please, I'm here for that. But then they muddle the waters with all these wacky background characters. Too goofy, you know. We have all these different ice skating team guys. You have the manager, your PR manager. You got the coach. You got you got Dominic, who who talks nice to the ladies, but not not nice to the fellas. Like such an eccentric, cookie cookie side cast here. Uh, But really, it throws you off, because really, for this first chapter, for this opening chapter, you just want to know about Chitose, and you want to know about Kokoro. And we get a little bit of like Chitose, the background with her, and the sleazy boss, but that's alright, because that's done nice and quick, but as soon as we start getting into the, the ice skating world... Things get crazy. You have her rescheduling. And then the car showing up out of nowhere. And the next thing, they're in China. So it just... It, it goes crazy. You you have a nice, smooth start. And then it just jumps 20 fences at once. And do they have fences and ice skating? I don't know. But it, it, it leaps over. It jumps the shark. That's what it does. It jumps the ice skating shark here. Because we have all these weird things going on with all the different staff. We do see... We do see Kokoro getting down to business with the quadruple jump. That was pretty cool. But then even when we get into the flashback, even in flashback territory, we can't escape crazy Yoda coach falling into bushes. What is that stuff? I get that, you know, this is a romantic comedy. But there is far too much of the comedy here. And the romance is getting weighed down because of it. Like, we have that crispy that crispy scene, the wall slam, that stuff was great. And even the little chat with the pen. And obviously the thing going on here is that he has that connection, that childhood connection. So this is something she did. She had the magical la la pen. She did the magic spells, the magic casting. And this is when back in the day when he was doing the ice skating, and this is where he was having the most fun with her and skating as friends. And the magic la-la and the spells and all this. So by doing that spell, he's able to recapture that magic from the past. And this is what gives him his his strength as a knight on the ice to keep on going. So all that stuff is gold, is cool, rock solid. But it's all this wacky slapstick stuff in between. That is just throwing you all over the place. I just want more of this main duo. This Chitoze and Kokoro. And of course, you know, this is only chapter one. So I I, probably, I imagine we're going to get more of that. More of the explanation of why he needs the the magic spells to be going on here. The childhood friends and all this jazz. But as an introduction chapter, it kind of fumbles the play here a little bit. You know, we, we are thrown in with all of this wacky cookie cast. And as a result, the, the true gems, Chichose and Kokoro, Kokope-san, Kopope, and, and sei chan the childhood friends, they are kind of left behind, or not the focus. And I really think for this first chapter, they should have trimmed down, introduce all the wacky sidecasts later. But if you want to get the, the, the romance really going on and you want to get the, the romance fans hooked, you want to lead with that. You don't want to lead with Yoda coach. Who's going to be like, Oh, I want more Yoda coach in chapter two. Not me. Not me. Get rid of this dude. But I want more of this Chitoze and I want more of this Kokoro and, and steamy business going on there and magic spells and all that jazz. That's what I'm in for. I signed up for that. I didn't sign up for wacky sunglasses lady and all that jazz. So. I feel like, like, it's not that they need to trim, because it's 35 pages, so it's still a pretty short opening chapter, but I feel like they just need to shift the focus a little, you know, introduce those guys later, and focus on the main duo here, and then that would be what would be really strong, that would be what would keep coming, that would be what would keep people coming back for chapter 2, I think, that they'd be skating on for chapter 2. But at, at the moment here, all these wacky manager dudes are just throwing me off. And I just want more of that crispy romance. Oh my goodness, is that so much to ask? Jeez Louise! <laughs> so I'd hit it with a solid 8 out of 10. I mean, it's, it's a solid first chapter, quick opening chapter. It covers a lot of ground. You know, you get the the backstory for Chitose, the backstory for Kokoro. But there's just a lot of wacky, weird stuff going on that really, like, that knocks it down. I mean, I could go as high, if we got more of that romance, I could go as high as 8.5, maybe even a 9. But it's all this goofy comedy stuff. It feels like a gag manga when I want the rom-com. It's not gag, it's rom-com. That's what I'm needing here. And it's just not delivered, so I'm a little disappointed in that. But still, 8 out of 10, solid if you're looking for some steamy ice skating shenanigans, because we have the big feels in medalist but if you're looking for some stevie romance and far too much gag manga but stevie romance as well i think night on the ice is a solid choice for you oh my goodness thank you for listening to luke's like that read this on the weird science manga podcast now you gotta do three things before you go before i let you go number one head on over to at weird manga on the twitter's uh, follow us, and we will follow you back. That is the Weird Science way do a business. Uh, and it is, of course, your one-stop shop for all the latest and greatest manga news. Oh, boy. Uh, number two, while you're at it, you will notice that on the Twitter, we have a link to our weirdsciencemanga at gmail.com email address. And through that, you can send us all of your questions and your queries. Uh, you will read them all out, as we do. You send us in your top sevens. Send in your requests. And you might get added to the Manga Monday recommendation list. Oh my goodness. And last of all, last but not least, check out the Weird Science Manga Podcast Patreon where you can get access to the full Manga Monday experience. 14 early access episodes with new episodes added every week. For your listening pleasure, it is just that easy. But I want to thank everybody for listening and to stay tuned to the Weird Science Manga Podcast for more manga goodness.